Well, you asked for stupid, and by God, you're going to get it. And here I am. <laughs> you want stupid? You're fucking going to get it today, all right. As Mr. Smarty Pants is sitting here looking dumber than a sack of shit. <laughs> I know you mean that in the nicest way, too. You too. You're not much brighter than me. Recently, mm-hmm. on the Jesse and Gene Show, mm-hmm. we talked about our little experience at the airport. Oh, our previous episode. It was a very good episode. 22 minutes long and had lots and lots of downloads. I actually listened to that and, and laughed it out ma- loud. It made sense. It made me laugh. Good. Some of the things you said made me laugh. Good. I'm glad. Um, Better than making you angry. That's right. Don't forget to get me to tell you about the yellow bench scenario that the city of Vancouver's come up with. The yellow bench scenario. Now, yeah. I don't even know about this. No, but don't forget to... Okay, I won't forget. So, <clears throat> I flew WestJet. Mm-hmm. I'm proud to say that I was one of the thousands that got on an airplane and went nowhere. <laughs> I spent four hours on an airplane, got no peanuts, got no water, got off, found my luggage. After four hours, left the airport. After 12 hours, made it home, slept back at the airport next morning, made it to Toronto, barely made it home before the shitstorm started again. Yesterday, I heard on the air, 2,000 pieces of luggage still at YVR looking for a home. And I'm in that. My dear wife, God rest her soul, she's not dead yet, but she is history. (laughs) Merry Christmas. I'm looking for Snatch and Young. Stop. You're looking nipply all of a sudden. I mean, nippy outside. Okay. Let's get back to the story. Should we start again? (laughs) Should I start it all over again? Yeah, just start the music again. Okay, just here we go. <laughs> hey, we're back. That previous episode yesterday about the problems you had on on the flights getting to Toronto and back was boy had a lot of downloads. People really liked it. Did you listen to it? You want it stupid? Yeah. We're You're here. gonna get stupid. Exactly. You want stupid? We're here. Look at him. <laughs> Look at that fucking idiot. That's that's as dumb as it gets, folks. Oh, he's starting again. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. No one will know the difference. No. You want stupid? You got stupid. You got stupid. Here we are. Dumb and dumber. Stupider than stupider. Yeah. WestJet. Yeah. I spent some hours at the airport. Oh, that was yesterday's episode. And a lot of people downloaded it. Uh, it was very funny. I yeah. listened to it. Oh, really? And did, here's an update. Did it make you laugh? I heard on the radio this morning there were 2,000 pe- yeah, did. There were 2,000 pieces of luggage still at the airport. Wow. At YVR, mm-hmm. looking for a home. Uh, I have an item lost in that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I went back to the airport a week after the event where we flew to nowhere. Got out of the airplane and had to go home and sleep and come back and get another airplane the next day. We were lucky. We made it to where we were going and made it back. I will never take check bags as long as I live again. Don't, I will never check a no, piece of bag. I've never. seen it. I went back to the airport and there were thousands, thousands. They put up a wall. YVR and WestJet put up a fucking wall to stash all the bags. And oh my God, I've never seen anything like it. No. Never. And it, it's um, still not over. And my lovely wife, God rest her soul, she's not history dead but uh, she lost her iPad oh. she left it in the aisle in front of her now normally I carry the iPad for my wife because I'm, I'm a man and I'm muscular and strong and I can carry those things I can carry an iPad <laughs> it's a fucking iPad it doesn't even weigh a pound I carry it for my wife okay. That's... so I'm partially chivalry the... is obviously not dead in the Dylan household and that's why your marriage has lasted 40 years 43 
like I said, 43 years. I carried her iPad on and I put it in front of her. So she, and, you know, mm-hmm. normally I carry it. She asked for it, but whatever. It's, I'm to blame. She's not dead, but she's, she's history. She's history and she's yeah. iPadless. That's, that's okay. The iPad pirates came. That's right. Took everything. Oh, Jesus. So what happened? Uh, well, it was lost. She left it on the flight. So I, I think we've established that. Got off and <laughs> said the iPad's missing. You can't do anything about it now. Okay, so I went back a week later. Hey, I got the iPad. I'll go check. I just want to find out who said, I can't do anything about it now. I don't know. Okay. Some man I met in the washroom. <laughs> Haven't seen my wife's iPad, have you? Oh, how about this? How about <laughs> this? Hmm, one across swords? No. <laughs> no. Thanks. Thanks. You never know. Yellow Bench. Could have been a handsome man. Uh, yellow Bench. Don't forget to ask me about the Yellow Bench. Anyways, to make a long story yellow short, bench. here's what I got. What do you uh, got? From WestJet. And my wife's name is Jillian. Yes. So the, the, I traveled the 18th of December. Mm-hmm. Today's the 4th of January. And I, I finally got something. So you got an email. All right. Dear Jillian. That's my wife's name. Yeah. Your last report ID number is bada bing, bada boom, bada boom, bada bing. The description of your item is iPad. Case color gray slash silver, model, iPad Pro, serial number, bada bing, bada boom, bada boom, bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, bada boom, notepad, notes, it has a keyboard. All right, so Gina, are you listening to me? Yeah. So the description is iPad, silver, serial number, case, etc. right? Got it. Pretty descriptive, right? Yeah, it'd be easy to find. That is the narrative that comes to describe the iPad directly from Apple, which Jill has gotcha. in the iCloud. Yeah. Thank you for your patience as we search for your lost item. At this time, we've not located a match. Providing detailed information about your item would be helpful, and it's the best way to help us to search. So there's a click-through a click through link here, to the, but it's got the detailed information. Mm-hmm. Right? It's never going to be found. It could be. Do you have the app to find mine? Uh, she does, but it's not on. Oh, too bad. Yeah, it's not coming back. That's a it's gone. So there's that. But I have some film footage from my adventures at the Lost and Found, if you'd oh, like to see it. I would love to. All right. Well, let me see if I can get that up for us. Okay. Okay. Be very nice. So here you are at the Lost and Found at the Vancouver Airport, looking for the iPad after spending about 20 fucking grand to get to Vancouver and Toronto and back. Yeah. It's, it wasn't cheap, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointing. It, you know, I picked up on that, too. It was disappointing. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. Now, don't forget to tell me the story about the Yellow Bench, by the way. Well, I could tell you the story about the Yellow Bench before we go to the, uh, you know. Sure. Uh, yeah. It's up to you. Whatever you well, want. Well, apparently the city of Vancouver, and it might not be official, but I got a little inside dope today. Okay. Um, apparently, um, they're going to put yellow benches around this year. And if you need to talk to somebody or you're open to speaking to somebody, you just sit on a yellow bench. And when what happens? Somebody comes in, you know, like if you were sitting on a yellow bench, right? I could come and talk to you. Oh, but it's it's not like somebody from the city who's going to sit there. No, no, no. So it's, it's just anybody. It's just to let people know that I, Eugene Valitis, right, might be a little lonely. Want to talk? Might be looking for something young mm-hmm. and daring. Yeah, like the song by Barry Manilow. Sounds. I feel sounds the wind blow. <laughs> That's not all I'd like to feel blow. <laughs> I'm sitting on a yellow bench, hoping somebody comes along and throttles. Dr. Crocodile. Well, I kind of like this idea. This <laughs> yellow bench. It's probably for mental health. Oh, shit. I'm guessing, right? Yeah. 
But it doesn't have to be. doesn't have to be. So if you sit on a yellow bench... With a boner. <laughs> not necessarily. Like okay, that. but what if I have a boner? <laughs> what if somebody doesn't have a bone? What if somebody is, doesn't have a bone? Well, but I do. So if I'm sitting on a yellow bench with a boner, what do you think is going to happen? What if you're an 88-year-old woman and you... <laughs> I want to talk to people. You yeah. sit on a yellow bench and somebody nice comes along and chats with you. That's what they're for. I've never had an 88-year-old woman. They'll let people know that you're open to chatting. Okay. Kind of as a weird situation, maybe maybe kind of weird for Vancouver, right? I've often heard people say that they're new to Vancouver that it's cliquey. Really? Yeah. Hard to get to know people. Unless you wear red glasses and troll for youngsters. When I say young, I mean of legal age. Yes, of course. At least 19, Your Honor. Something with a pulse. Well, you know what they had on Homer Street here a couple of years ago, pre-COVID? They had, uh, what's that crap that you stand underneath at Christmas time? you got to kiss somebody? Oh, that's, that's a mistletoe. Yeah, mistletoe. They had mistletoe all along our street here where we have the nicest office in Vancouver. And I remember people like goofy guys standing underneath the mistletoe on Homer Street hoping that they would get somebody to kiss them. Don't have that anymore. Yellow benches. Yellow benches. Could be a thing. Yellow bench. Yellow bench. Mayday! 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 What Airport. the hell is that? Oh. Mayday? Why VR. the Russian New Year? You know we'll have a big parade and we'll serve hot or dirt. Airport One, Jill's iPad more. Zero. I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. Calm down. Get a hold of yourself. Calm down now. Get back to your seat. I'll take care of this. Calm down. Calm down. Get a hold of yourself. Don't do your one on the phone. Hit the bitch. Everything's going to be all right. Please. Sister, please. I've got to get out of here. Wow. We'd like you to have this flower. Airport one. Yep. Jill's iPad zero. Okay. <laughs> you want some other news? Or do you want to just shut your trap and go home? No, I want some other news, actually. Right. I didn't know your wife had to go through all of that yeah. just to see if she could get her iPad back. That's kind of sad. Did you ever see the movie Super Bad? Yes. Uh, they say it's one of the funniest movies ever made. It is. It's hysterical. Is it really? Is it that funny? Oh, it really is. What's so funny about it? Um... You have to watch the whole thing. It's not like you can just get a clip, but it's very, very funny. It was, boy, that was out like 15 years ago or something like that. But I do barely remember it, and it was, uh, it was, it was super good for a movie called Super Bad. Well, um, the guy, it was Jonah Hill starred in that movie. Right. I can't remember everybody else. Neither do I, but I remember him. He was very, very good. There was a fat kid in that movie, and all he did was draw pictures of dicks. That guy made $100,000 for doing that. Really? Yep. So there's hope for me. That's right. <laughs> I know that's all you do when you come in here. Come in here and draw pictures of dicks on that's the wall. That's okay. We let you do that. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Thank you. Thank um, what else is in the news? Um, yeah, this is kind of politically charged. I don't know if we want to get into it, but I read this story because you and I both share a love of this city. Yes. Right? We love this city. Mm-hmm. We love living here. It's it, you know. We do business all over the world. Um, well, you know something. I'll be honest with you. I was back in Toronto for Christmas, as we've talked about, and Toronto's my hometown. And I yeah. got to tell you, I was uh, staying out in Burlington. I drove into Toronto, and I've got to tell you, Toronto is broken. It's ugly. Carjackings, stabbings, 
people being set on fire on the TTC. You know what? It's ugly. And here's the great thing. You fly back from anywhere in the world to Vancouver, and especially at this time of the year, Mm -hmm. snow-covered mountains for as far as the eyes can see. I was thinking the same thing. It's just so absolutely beautiful coming into this city. Driving into the office today, I was thinking the same thing. Um, it was just gorgeous, and you could see the mountains. In the, but um, you see mountains from your living room. You've got one of the best views in Vancouver. Yeah, no, it's 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 fucking amazing living here, right? We love it, yeah. you know. So so, um, you know, I, I read this article in the National Post yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. It's called "The Silencing of Drug Addiction: Experts Who Criticize Safe Supply." And uh, Dr. Julian Somers, who conducted a near 20-year study on homeless and drugs, etc., from Simon Fraser University, came out with his report a couple of years ago. And in effect, he basically said the provincial government's program mm-hmm. of giving free drugs, opiates, right. and just rounding people up and throwing them in the same place all at the same time is, is, is almost completely ineffective. Yeah. And this is a government study, right? It's wrecked my neighborhood. I have yeah. a safe injection site a block away from yeah. where I live. Yeah. It wasn't there when I moved in. It is there now, and crime has just gone through the roof. So the good doctor, in releasing his studies, all of a sudden has the whole thing quashed by the provincial government, health department, ministry. What? Yeah. They say, hey, no, this is, this is not right. Um, shut the study down. Disregard the findings. We'll do our own study. I've been doing it for 20 years. I spent all of this money, $20 million, on this study. Here's the report. Nope, 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 nope. Don't want to hear that. So because they disagree, they say it's all wrong, and they're boycotting it and trying to make it go away. That's right. Wow. The government is actively hostile to the existence of the data, so I've completely given up. The work I was doing is no longer viable. What? 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. What is working is what Portugal's doing. They've legalized all drugs. Yeah. But it's not just that they've legalized the drugs. <clears throat> they um, give rehab to everybody. Right. And like they, they're getting 70% results. Yeah. And all the bad guys have gone away because you can just get the stuff at a government shop and they've undercut the bad guys. So crime in Portugal has gone way, way, way down because there's no bad guys hanging out anymore. But what's the point? I mean, what is the fucking point of some guy doing a study who's, who's you know, this guy's really qualified, right? Mm-hmm. I won't bore you with all the details, but he's uber qualified in mental health, etc., to do this kind of work. You know, fucking government commission the study and then say, nah, if we don't believe the results, yeah. we'll do our own. Because Dr. Bonnie doesn't, uh, doesn't want to be overruled, I guess. Dr. Bonnie and Dickless Dicks. Dana White, dude, New Year's Eve. Oh, man! Moving along, speaking of mental health, did you see the clip? Yes, I did. I've seen the clip many How times. How bad is that? Well, we should see, if people don't know, Dana White <laughs> is uh, head of uh, one of those... Uh, uh, boxing leagues, UFC, UFC, head right. of one of those boxing. Well, leagues. I, I forgot it. I, UFC, I don't, I don't you want stupid you. bastard. Okay, don't make me hit you. <laughs> Not your wife. So apparently, she hit him first, and then he retaliated. But he's like, "Come on, the guy's built like a gorilla." Yeah, exactly. You don't hit women. Mm-hmm. You punch him in the ovaries. No, you don't ever touch a woman. Of course not. Of course not. You don't slap that bitch. You fucking drive her right in the ovaries. No, don't stop that. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Jesus Christ. Now look what you made me do. <laughs> uh, what else? I think that's it. Uh, you know, there's some other stuff. Well, encouraging news for 2023. They say that uh, uh, the S&P dropped 19% in the last quarter of 2022. And most times it does that. It's only ever done that seven times in history. 
there's a huge bounce back. So people are expecting a big year in the markets. That's good. That's good news. You know what happens at this time of the year? They come out with the number one names for boys and girls in the province. But it's not from last year. It's from the year before because it's the government. And they take a lot of time trying to get this stuff together. So the two top names in British Columbia uh, in 2021, Noah and Olivia. Interesting. Noah. Justin, my son, has to name his child, forthcoming child. We're going to be grandparents. What? Yeah. Why don't I know this? You were told this, weren't you? I was not told this. Yes, you were. No one told you? Nobody. Oh, you're kidding. I'm just finding out now. Oh, my God. I thought you knew. Well, if somebody had told me, I would. This I is thought... why I'm so surprised. No, are you shitting me? Justin and Leah are having a baby, and they're going to have it uh, in June. The due date's... I thought you were told. No. Oh, my God. You were on the list of people to be told. Well, apparently, you know, V is, you know, almost at the bottom of the alphabet. You get tired calling people around P or R or something? I thought thought you knew, dude. No. When were you telling everybody? Fuck, I don't know. We didn't tell anybody till Joel came home. Joel was in Los Angeles. Right. Our youngest. He's, he's fallen in love, by the way. Yes, I, I know. there's going to be a wedding this and year. Maybe. Who knows? She's a beautiful whatever. girl. She's very, very nice. Up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we waited. And jo- Justin and Leah wanted to wait till Joel was here for the holidays. Right. So we just, maybe we haven't seen each other since the holidays. Maybe that's it. Saw you yesterday. All right. Well, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fantastic. So you and Jill are going to be grandparents. Yeah, and then and wow, that's really <laughs> we got a really call exciting. last night, and Justin said, "Hey, like, write down your top favorite names, and Mum, you do the same." And I don't know what they're doing; they're having a contest to name the little bastard. Wow. Well, you know what? I'd feel better if we started this all over again, and then you could officially surprise me like it's an actual episode. Okay. So, you, do you want to hit the the? Music no, we'll do and, a new episode. And okay. We'll do that. Well, let's do a new episode. Let's end this episode with some of the film footage that I've got. Uh, I've got some film footage from... I, I did get to sit with the captain in the airplane. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so, yeah that's yeah. really nice. Let's do that. In a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Do you want me to check the weather, Clarence? No, why don't you take care of it? Joey, do you ever hang around the gymnasium? we better get back now, Joey. No, Joey can stay here for a while if you'd like. Could I? Okay, if you don't get in the way. Our flight 209 to Denver Radio. Climbing to cruise at 42,000. We'll report again over Lincoln. Over and out. Wait a minute. I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm sorry, son, but you must have me confused with someone else. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. You are Kareem. I've seen you play. My dad's got season tickets. I think you should go back to your seat now, Joey. Right, Clarence? Oh, he's not bothering anyone. Let him stay here. All right, but just remember, my name is Roger Murdoch. I'm an airline pilot. I think you're the greatest, but my dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. And he says that lots of times you don't even run down court. And that you don't really try, except during the playoffs. The hell I don't. Listen, kid, I've been hearing that crap ever since I was at UCLA. I'm out there busting my buns every night. Tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier up and down the court for 48 minutes. Joey, you like movies about gladiators? 